Hi, I'm Sam. And I'm Alina. Welcome to the Cryptid Crunch, episode eight. (laughs) Welcome back. We're talking about the Ogopogo and the Dover Demon. Yeah. First up with the Ogopogo, I learned about the Ogopogo while researching Nessie, good old Loch Ness Monster. Yeah, same with me. I hadn't heard of this cryptid before, but I love the name. Love it. It's very... (laughs) cheerful makes me happy it just rolls off the tongue very well very bouncy the ogopogo you know like a pogo stick yeah (laughs) so um the ogopogo is a lake monster said to inhabit again i'm gonna butcher these names okanagan 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 i don't know (laughs) okanagan lake in british columbia canada some scholars have charted the entity's development from the First Nations folklore and widespread water monster folklore motifs. Is it motifs or motifs? Motifs. Motifs. Okay. I can't say words. Sorry. <laughs> the lake monster has been mostly described as being a serpentine creature with smooth, dark skin, a large body, thicker than a telephone pole, which is a very random thing to describe it as, but... I mean, hey, you gotta know if it's thick with two C's or three C's and a Q. That's true. Uh, (laughs) But also being up to 50 feet in length, which is enormous. I mean, like, how long are school buses? Like, I want to say 20 feet, but I don't actually know. 50 feet in length, that's 10 times as many of me. Wow. 10 of Sam. That's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot to put up with. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That'd be really loud. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the monster has been said to move at incredible speeds, coiling its body in vertical undulations and propelling itself with a powerful tail. Sounds very interesting. That just... Like the ultimate danger. It just needle. reminds me of a spring. Yeah. So at, just adding more to the pogo stick motif. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, <clears throat> the Ogopogo is more closely tied to native myths than it <clears throat> than is any other lake monster. The I'm gonna mess this up. <laughs> I'm sorry. We're so sorry. The Skewpemic and Silix natives regarded the Ogopogo, which they called the Nyataka as an evil supernatural entity with great power and ill intent. The word Naa'ik has various translations such as water demon, water god, or sacred creature of the water. In native lore, Na'ataka demanded a live sacrifice for safe crossing of the lake. For hundreds of years, First Nations would sacrifice small animals before entering the water. Oh. Poor little rabbits. That's awful. Uh, Oral tradition often described visiting chief Tim Basket, who rejected the required sacrifice, denying the existence of the demon upon entering the lake on a canoe with his family. Naataka whipped up the surface of the lake with his long tail, and the canoe and its occupants were sucked into the bottom of the lake. The Naataka was often described as using its tail to create fierce storms to drown victims. In 1855, settler John McDougall claimed that his horses were sucked down into the water and nearly sucked down his canoe before he cut the line. According to Pat Raphael, 
of the West Bank First National uh, First Nation, this uh, member nation of the larger Okanagan Nation Alliance, the demonic view of Nataka came about through miscommunication between Canada's early European settlers and the Silix Okanagan people to the Silix its Naha Itku, a sacred spirit of the lake that protects the valley. The spirit was said to dwell in caves under Rattlesnake Island, a.k.a. Monster Island, or adjacently to Squally Point. Squally Point's a good name. Yeah. Also, I see the theme here. This one's also referred to as a demon. Yeah. That's so... Why? <laughs> I know it says between, like, miscommunication, but, like, I, I don't know. I feel like a monster and a demon are two separate things, but... Yeah. Though I also just the, like the fact that Rattlesnake Island is just called Monster Island. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it works. <laughs> uh, there were a great number of reports of sightings between August and September of 2018, as well as during the fall of 2019. There were not many reported sightings in 2020, but there has once again been a reported sighting in April and May of 2021 mm -hmm. with pictures, which we will include in our Instagram post. So, some fun facts. An eight-foot-tall, four-foot-long statue of the legend resides... Fourteen 30 foot. Four what did I say? Four. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Fourteen foot long statue. <laughs> <It's so stubby. laughs> oh my god. My bad. That's okay. An eight foot tall, fourteen foot long statue of the legend resides thirty feet beneath the surface of Paul's tomb to the left of the bay in Knox Mountain Park. Doug Landrin, office manager at Diving Dynamics, helped install the statue in the early 1990s with a team and the artist who says, who he says lived in Pandozi neighborhood. The name Ogopogo originates from a 1924 English musical song called The Ogopogo, The Funny Foxtrot by Cumberland Clark and Mark Strong. I would love to know the correlation with that, like... Was it just like a popular song? So they're like, you know what? We're going to call this monster. Here's the thing. I tried to listen to the song. Uh-huh. Racist. Oh, no. It is a very racist song. Oh, no. Towards native uh, Yucatan tribes. Is it calling the Ogopogo racist then? I didn't listen to it very long. I feel like I need to look up the lyrics. I'm just... Okay, well, I'm glad that this was what comes up. Pogo monster Maybe song. Maybe that one's better. Maybe. From the paranormal song warrior. That's funny. <laughs> I don't know. I have a hard time trusting someone trusting someone that calls themselves a warrior. Oh, I see. I see. You're looking to the lyrics of the actual song. Mm hmm Yeah. It's not great. That's awful. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I still don't get the correlation. I don't either, but I was like, ooh, I can't listen to this. That's... It's bad. That is awful. yikes oh Yeah, that's not, not good. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Ogopogo, that you're associated with that. And sorry to Native tribes of North America in yeah. general. Yeah, jeez. Yikes. Man, okay, so there has been a number of movies based on or that feature the creature including Ogopogo by Christian Amundsen, Magic in the Water by Rick Stevenson, 
Mishi, the Water Giant by John Henderson. I knew that one. I did not realize it was like Ogopogo. Um, Water Horse Legend of the Deep by Jay Russell. And America's Monsters by Catherine Le Mercier. Le Mercier. And uh, Sid Zanforley. I love these names. These I are... do too. And have you seen the cover for each of these movies? No. They all look so similar. Oh. And they also all look... <laughs> How do oh, I describe no. this? Early 2000s. Okay, so I'd probably like them. But, Got like, it. the face of the Ogopogo is, like, very early 2000s. Got it. So... Does it look anything like the never-ending story? I forget the name of that. I know what you're talking about, yeah. and yeah, kind of. Okay. It's like yep. that. Sounds good. <laughs> and then last but not least, the Ogopogo is also featured as a level 8 sea serpent effect monster in Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel! Yes. 100%. Are the cards. <laughs> it's actually a really cool-looking one. Um, yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh! cards that. usually have some pretty Yeah, they're art. so pretty. Uh, I feel like I want to, like, blow them up and make them, like, a cool poster or something. Hey, this is Editing Sam. Uh, just thought I'd mention, since we were bringing up Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, I didn't find this out till after we recorded this, that Kazuki Takahashi, the creator of Yu-Gi-Oh!, died recently. It felt weird talking about Yu-Gi-Oh! without bringing this up, so just wanted to say, rest in peace, Takahashi. We're gonna miss ya. Uh, back to your regularly scheduled program. That and their uh, transformations cer- certainly make way more sense than Digimon evolutions, which are insane and make no sense. Um, also, this one it actually looks pretty terrifying, but like I like the art of it. Ooh, yeah. Looks like a piranha. Yeah. It's like it's a like piranha a... mixed with a catfish mixed with an eel. Mm-hmm. I say catfish because yes. it looks like it's got little whiskers. I will also include a picture of that in our Instagram post for this episode. Now I'm just thinking about Eel Pit. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me want eels. <laughs> just the fact that you named one on Crunchwrap. Like half of them are named after Shaquille. Like half of them are named after food. Yep. The other half puns, and I yes. love that. I feel like that man would be fun to have on the podcast. Absolutely. He seems like a cool person. <laughs> I there's there's a character in my webcomic. Oh my god. That's a giant eel. Okay. That's a lazy couch potato that loves K drama. Oh my god. And his name is Wolf. <laughs> wow. Is it a wolf eel? It's based on a wolf. Okay, those wolf. are terrifying. They are. They're massive. They make me afraid to go into the ocean. That's understandable. Mm-hmm. I forget the exact number of the SCP, but there's an SCP that's really just a giant eel that's like the length of like uh, South California all the way up to like somewhere in Canada. Oh my god. Yeah. That's scary. Thank you. Like almost the entire length of uh, the West Coast. Oh my God. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so on to the Dover Demon. Or is it a demon? Hmm? I don't think so. <clears throat> I feel like it's kind of mean to call things demons when you're not positive. Eh. I've been called demon enough times. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, so- I don't know that I'd call you a demon, but <laughs> you could have very. Compact and cute. I don't think that somebody should be calling you a demon. 
Well, I sneak up on people really easily because of that. That's called a ninja. <laughs> Who's confused? <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, I first heard about the Dover demon while looking up and researching various different uh, <laughs> demons. <laughs> cryptids. Okay. We're all about demons today, y'all. Uh, it's getting close to Halloween. Yeah, might as well. It's fine. So I regularly listen to the true crime podcast called Morbid, and I heard them mention the Dover Demon in one of their Listener Tales episodes. And since it was a cryptid, I hadn't heard of it, so I had to look it up. Um, they are based in Massachusetts, and so they usually like will pull like these um, people will like email them like their spooky tales or whatever, and they have like Listener Tales episodes, and they're pretty interesting. And I don't actually remember the context of it, but I just remember that's where I heard it, and I was like, what the heck is that? And then I was like, that's not a demon. A lot of cryptids in Massachusetts, I've noticed. Yeah. Yeah. You need to take a trip to Massachusetts. I would love to. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and the Dover demon is described as a small humanoid, again, reported from Dover, Massachusetts, um, sort of looking like the gray variety of alien, um, except that it has a rosy tan colored skin instead. And by gray variety, we mean, like, the generic type of alien. Think, like, Paul or the gray ones from the X-Files. Or the aliens from South Park. Yes. It is a large head on a small stick-like body. It can be bipedal, but it often travels on all fours or switches back and forth between the two. It has eyes that glow, usually orange or sometimes green. It does not seem to wear any clothing, and unlike the grays, the Dover Demon does not seem to be associated with any UFOs. It just wanders around on its own... Or I thought maybe it has an invisible jet like Wonder Woman. Maybe. You know, possibly. Dover demon <laughs> dressed up like Wonder Woman. That was my immediate thought. I was like, well, maybe it's just invisible. <laughs> you know, maybe they just idolize Wonder Woman. Be I don't chi- know. Or a Chicken Little scenario. Yeah, the sky. Yeah, the little... <laughs> I love that movie. Would you believe me if I told you that an octagon of the sky fell out and hit me in the face? I feel like I would believe you, actually, yes. <laughs> I trust you. Thanks. Yeah. I I'd feel like if you. that happened to me, you would probably be the first person I'd be like, who's going to believe me? I'd be like, Sam. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I would come. I, as soon as you tell me, I would immediately plan out a stakeout to, like, figure this out. Thank you. I'd bring snacks and drinks and be yes. like, we're going we're gonna to figure this out. If I see signs of aliens or any cryptid or anything, I'm like, Sam. I need your help immediately. I'm on my way. <laughs> I'll bring the supplies. Oh my gosh. Uh, on April 21st, 1977, 17-year-old William Bill Barlett uh, claimed that while driving, he saw a large-eyed creature with tendril-like fingers and glowing eyes on top of a broken stone wall on Farm Street in Dover, Massachusetts. 15-year-old John Baxter reported seeing a similar creature on Miller Hill Road the same evening, another 15-year-old, Abby Braham, Bra- Brabham? Brabham, thank you, claimed to have seen the creature the following night on Springdale Avenue. The teenagers all drew sketches of the alleged creature. Barlett wrote on his sketch, I, Bill R... Bill R... It's okay. I, Bill Barlett, swear on a stack of Bibles that I saw this creature. According to the Boston Globe, the locations of the sightings plotted on a map lay in a straight line over two miles. 
Some suggested that the creature may have been a fowl or a moose calf. Police told the Associated Press that the creatures reported by the teenagers were probably nothing more than a school vacation hoax. Okay, but like maybe. A moose calf? I mean, they are pretty lanky, and they've got, like, you know, the hooves are kind of big and yeah. everything. And, like, when you look at pictures of the Dover Demon, I guess it... Maybe if it had some, like, major deformities. Yeah, maybe. And was possibly albino. I I don't know how else that would be mistaken for, like, a moose calf at all. <laughs> yeah, um, that's... Or a fowl, or... You mistake... Birds look freaky enough as is but they don't look like that i think it means like um a horse foal oh yeah which also doesn't really no. make sense at all because like i don't think even like strawberry horses that's not the color of their skin oh i don't i don't think that makes sense also it wouldn't be walking on its hind legs so. <laughs> as much as i want to see that i don't think that they do that um, but unfortunately, there have been no reported sightings of the Dover Demon since the initial sightings. No. I saw Earth and we're like, no, thank you. It's exactly what I thought. No. It's like, <laughs> especially said, back in the 70s. We're this like, is Ugh. the ghetto. We're going home. Yeah. Bye, guys. Peace. <laughs> we're going to let you guys destroy yourselves. Uh, we're out. Yes. It was the 70s, so there still would have been a high amount of uh leaded gasoline in the air so they were like a lot of drugs everywhere serial killers everywhere everybody was crazy you can romanticize the fashion of fashion and the music of the 70s that's That's about it everything else no (laughs) yeah nope would not go back in time to the 70s no No matter how funny that 70s show is sometimes yeah uh an article on apedcomics.com written by Forrest Hollingsworth on February 28th, 2020 rated a few various cryptids on their kissability. The Dover Demon scored a lowly 5 out of 20. The the lowest out of all of the cryptids that were listed on there. I don't think I'd want to kiss the Dover Demon either. Yeah, neither would I. Mm -mm. I think 5 is generous. (laughs) Got Uh, pretty low. (laughs) So in 2009, the Dover Demon was featured in an episode of the TV series Lost Tapes, which aired on Animal Planet. The Dover Demon appears as a character in the American comic book series Proof, which features other various creatures of cryptozoology. In the comic, it is a creature able to see into the future, and it also appears in another similar comic book series called Perhapanauts. The Perhapanauts, thank you. It's <laughs> a tough Something one. else. Um... <laughs> The Dover Demon would further make brief appearances in the comic books The Pound, Ghoul's Night Out, and Hack Slash Slash. Hack and Slash. Oh, okay. I know. I I had to look it up. Hack and Slash, not Hack and Sack. (laughs) Entry Wound, which, I mean, that also happens in Hack and Sack. Um, A Dover Demon also appears in the webcomic Gunner Craig Court. Thank you. Some believe it is the same cryptid as the Minigishi, creatures from Cree folklore. In 2017, a short horror sci-fi mystery movie called Dover Demon was released, and it was produced by Mad Gothic Productions and was directed by Romeo Ortiz. Yeah. Uh, time for our personal opinions. Yeah. First off with the Ogopogo. Uh, we've mentioned this earlier. Its name just 
is like a pogo stick. Yeah. So now I'm just imagining a giant lake monster bouncing on a pogo stick. Uh, though the creature does have an interesting story. Mm-hmm. Wish it had a better song. Yeah. I. We'll have to listen to that one by the paranormal guy because yeah. hopefully he did it justice. Hopefully it's Maybe better. he saw what it was based on. He was like, mm-mm. Way mm-mm, less mm-mm. problematic. <laughs> yeah. So Yikes. I'm, I'm going to hope that was good. Um, but just like how I feel about good old Nessie, I think that the Ogopogo could be plausible. Um, but again, maybe it's just some massive like mutated eel or something of that sort. Eel pit. Eel pit. Yes. We really should consult Eel Pitman about this. Honestly, yes. <laughs> just um, bring him on on for an episode that's just yeah. lake monsters. <laughs> yes. But like for lake monsters and sea monsters and stuff, honestly, I believe them. Mm-hmm. I believe that those are possibilities. There's all kinds of crazy stuff out in the water. Yeah, like you just you don't know. Like especially sea monsters, like, you know, there's tales of the Kraken and like uh yeah, giant squids are clearly a thing, you guys. Oh yeah. And octopus, terrifying to me. They're so scary. I don't know. They're have, cool to me. They're though. very cool, but I they make me uncomfortable. I don't know if you've watched the Cuphead show or played the games. Sea monster, I wouldn't mind being mm-hmm. real. Is the Calamaria. I don't know what that is. I know what Cuphead is. I haven't played it or watched it. You look her up afterwards. Okay. Especially her <laughs> song she okay. sings in the show. Gotcha. You'll understand what I mean just by mm-hmm. looking at her. Okay. <laughs> So for the Dover Demon, you want to start? Yeah. For the Dover Demon, we need to clarify something. Yeah. It's not a demon. It's an alien. Yeah. Because <laughs> it sounds like it should be called the Dover Alien. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, I'm a fan of alliteration, and Dover Demon definitely has... It rolls off the tongue a bit better. Yeah. But I agree. semantics, it's an alien. I agree about the name. It doesn't seem all that demonic, so I'm not sure as to why they would name it that, other than for alliteration's sake, just like you said. Um, as far as what I think about the cryptid itself, I can't help but wonder if it really is some sort of alien, which for me is very possible. Um, and as I had said earlier, maybe it came down, scoped us out, only to be like, mm, no thanks. I'm saying it. <laughs> Peace out. Uh, <laughs> We're leaving. Not coming back. You no. guys are weird. Y'all are... Uh, oof. Yikes. Yeah, I feel like America in the 70s was uh, not a good time. So, Lead poisoning in the air. Yeah, there, there was just a lot of There's reasons lot. to not be here. Yeah. So, so um, I totally understand if they milked They were just out. like, no, thank you. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. now for the real question. What type of gays are they? Start okay. with Yogo Pogo. I'll let you go first. Well, now that you talked about your eel character, that's, like, what I envisioned. <laughs> and then, like, with how scary the Yu-Gi-Oh card is, I'm like, well, maybe, a, you know. A scary couch potato? Yeah. Because eels are really Who reclusive. else were we talking about that's just ugly but a couch potato? What cryptid was that? Because we definitely talked about this before. I know we have. I do not remember. I feel like that would not be a good couple, but they could be siblings. But I don't remember what cryptid that is or if that would make sense. They would get nothing done. Their place would be a disaster. Yes. We'll have to figure that out because I know that we talked about somebody being ugly in a couch potato and it wasn't just me. <laughs> so. I don't. Maybe they wouldn't be in a relationship, but maybe yeah. they'd be good friends that would recommend yeah. each other's shows. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Have long Discord calls. Yeah. Yeah. I can see it. I can see it. 
<laughs> As for the Dover Demon, I especially because it was only seen once, maybe like I don't know, like super introverted, shy, not one to go out. I feel like he'd be the type that would go out once, look around, be like, "This ain't it. I'm heading back inside where I yeah. actually have my act together." Yeah, yeah, but a freak in the sheets. Oh, absolutely. I just feel well, like my soul. He's got the low kissability rating. Thinks they're a freak in the sheets. Yeah. Thinks yeah. they are. It's like a silent ego. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I think that's what it is. Yeah. A silent ego. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. That's how I feel. Yeah. Thanks. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And stay tuned because Sam will eventually be drawing more cryptids you guys yeah. and um we will absolutely post them to our instagram at cryptid crunch make sure you go check it out um and we will have this episode up as soon as we can and we'll have a very special one possibly coming the week after this yes also uh making a tiktok for cryptid oh crunch. yes oh yes <laughs> please we will we will announce that ideas. on the instagram as well i got some fun ideas <laughs> I'm very, (laughs) very excited for this. We have a lot in store for everyone. So just stay tuned with us. Thank you for tuning in. This has been The Cryptid Crunch. And once again, I'm Alina. I'm Sam. Don't forget to follow our Instagram at Cryptid Crunch. And we'll see you next week. Woo!